A person throws the coin of his friend into the Amagadol. So really, you were mazikit, you're potter. My time. Omar, you could say, It's sitting in front of you. If you want, you could take it. No one's stopping you from taking it. It's on the bottom of the yam. Go take it. I'm not being ma- I wasn't mazikit from you. Go take it. You can see the coin. But if the water is not clear and you can't see it, that's considered a mazik. Interesting svar. The part of the reason why you're not a mazik is you could say, it's right in front of you. But if you can't see it, then you're considered a mazik. It's only if you knocked it out of his hand. But if you took it and then you threw it into the ocean, then you're a gazlin, you're not a mazik, because you took it and you threw it. Then you have to return it to the owner. So if you're a mazik, it's not considered hezik. But if you're a gazlin, since you took it, you're considered a gazlin, and therefore, the Allah is you have to return it. Interesting thing. Masiv Rab. You're not mechalal on money that's not bershusai. We're talking about ma'is sheni, like we had yesterday. You had money in different far out areas, not here. Huh? First bell, Rabbi Isai. Or his kiss fell into the Yamagadal. You have a wall on the bottom of Yamagadal, you can't be Mechal on it. You're telling me money on the bottom of Yamagadal is considered accessible, so why can't you be Mechal? It has to be Motsi in your hand. It has to be in your hand. And if it's not in your hand, because it's on the bottom of the ocean, it's not good enough. So in Hilchas Mazik, you're not considered a Mazik. But in Hilchas Ma'isr Shani, the Allah is, it's not, you can't be paid with it because it needs to be Biyadcha. Another din, Hashof Shel A person rubs out the coin of his friend, he's Potter. So why? My time, he didn't do anything. He just knocked out the face of the coin. Now, really, when there's no face, the coin is not worth the amount of money that it was worth before. Balamaisa, you didn't do anything physically. You just knocked, punched the face in. So that's not considered a mazik. It's only if you knocked it with a hammer and you smashed the metal in. You made it smooth. But if you sanded it down, so you removed some of the metal, then you're a mazik. So you removed some of the metal, you're considered a mazik, and therefore you're, it's not considered a grama. So the reason why if you knock the coin, your you're potter is because of grama, but if you sand it down, you're not a grama. If a guy knocks his evid on his eye and he blinded the eye, on the ear, and you made the ear deaf. That's considered as if you knocked out the eye, and the Evid goes free if you hit the eye mamish, but let's say you don't hit the eye mamish, you hit it opposite the eye, near the eye, or opposite the ear, and you hurt his, his hearing or his, his eyesight. The Evid doesn't go free. So what do you see? Over here also, you, this shouldn't be, and you didn't really do anything. The guy's still around. His eye is still here. You didn't knock out his eye. Still, it's considered like a mazik. It's considered like you took out his eye. So the over here also, when you knock the coin and you punch out the face of the coin, should be, should be considered a mazik. you were him. What's here? It shouldn't be different if you knock out his eyesight or if you knock out the face of a coin. So anyway, no, it's not the same thing. 
We had this before. A person's mecharish, his father, he gets killed. Because you cannot do charisha without making a chabura, without making blood in the, on the father. The The way it works is a drop of blood goes in his ear, and therefore it is he's considered a. When it comes to knocking out a person's hearing, that's considered a real action. When you knock out the face of a coin. That's not considered a real action. Real, uh, that's considered a grama. But if you knock out hearing, that is considered a, uh, an action. And therefore, if you knock it directly, you're going to be chayv. Let's say you cut the ear of a para of somebody else. Your potter. Now what's the problem with cutting the ear? Because the animal is puzzle. You can't use it for the mizbech anymore. But we don't know for sure the guy wanted to use it for the mizbech. But your, your, the halacha is your potter. Because even though technically L'chayi did something wrong, you knocked out the ability for him to use his animal, you're still potter. My time. Para kedekayma kayma. The para is still operational. You didn't do anything to the para. All shvarim are not meant to be on the mezbech. A typical shar is not necessarily on the mezbech. And therefore, it's not considered a hazik. So the Gemara says a big chiddush. You make a mum in somebody else's animal, the Allah is it's not considered a mazik because not every animal is being used on the mezbech. Masiv Rava, second bell, and the schus of today's Limerat should be for the schus of Rafuah Shleima Shmuel Ben Chasha, who is having a surgery today, Bezer Hashem, it should be a schus, he should have a Rafuah Shleima, Bikarev, it should be a schus for the Parnas Hashir, and the Parnas HaChadesh, should be a Le'ilu Neshama, Rav Shmuel Shmalka Ben Aran Moshe Zuchan Levacha, Ayalei Ben Moshe Lipa Alevi Zuchan Levacha, Asher Zelig ben Moshe Zechon Levacha Hakar Satayv Ta beloved Magadishir and Eschos for Achenu Kol Beis Yisrael. That's the Eschos of today's Limud Hatayra. And again, a special mention to Rabbi Yaakov Metzian for all of his Asik in being Misadu the Shir and Yehuda for listening so nicely from the first bell. So you're saying you're not sure if you can count the Peshmer Star. We'll have to figure it out. Okay, we'll see you at the end of the month. This seems very soon, but the end of the month is this week, so you have to just make sure you have your card with you. Make sure. No, so he is live. He's considered live. That we, can, we consider him live. We're going to look at him as if he's live. But if you're in Yerushalayim and you're on Zoom, you have to... No, that doesn't count. No, no, no. He's going to be, have to be live. Yes, absolutely. Zag de Gemara. So because that's his din... That if a person does something on the mizbech, it does something to a shar which passes it lemizbech. The halach is your potter. Massive rabba. Ha'isa malacha b'meichatas. A person does malacha with the water of a paraduma, or b'paras chatas, or with a paraduma, which again passes it, and now you can't use it for a paraduma anymore. Potter b'dini adam v'chayv b'dini shemayim. Your potter b'dini adam because you didn't do anything really physical, but you chayv b'dini shemayim. Melacha who min The only time your potter is if he did melacha. Melacha is not something that's nicker. It passes by a par if you do melacha, but it's not nicker. Avol tsayrem demin But if you make a hole in the ear, which seems to be a hezek that's nicker, It sounds like from that brisa you be chayv because you did something that's nicker. The only reason why he potter in that brisa is because something is not nicker. So it sounds like if you did made a hole in the ear, even though it's only a mum, but it sounds like you it would be absolute. It would be chayv adini adam. Amri zatim no. Really, even if you make a hole, you're potter. Aye, why do you pick a case of malacha? Because 
even malacha, which is not if someone is going to ask you on a test, Reb Ben Sian, what's the halacha if, and I think we have the new test, what's the halacha if you make a hole in an animal's ear, are you chayiv? The answer is, you are potter, because all animals are not meant for the mezbeach. The Yomar Yabba, another din ha-sayiv, shtarish shal-chavir potter, person burnt. Chayiv edir ishmaiv, correct, yes. Chayiv edir ishmaiv. V'omar Yabba, ha-sayiv, shtarish shal-chavir potter. A person burns his friend's star, Talach is his potter. Why? Even though you star the guy, now the guy can't, the guy can't collect, like we'll see in a minute, because you burned his star, but you're potter, because you, you technically only burned a piece of paper. That's what Rav is did. What's the case? If there's Aiden, then know what happened. What's the problem? If they didn't know what it says in the star, let them write a new star. What's the problem? Why, what's the issue? If you burn the guy's star, there's Aiden that know what it says in the star, so you can write a new star. If you, there's no Aiden what it says in the star, so you have, you have no idea either what it says in the star. So how could you be the person at all if no one knows what it says in the star? There's no Aiden. That the person trusts him what it says in the star. Still your partner. Meaning we all trust each other. We know what it says in the star. But the halacha is your potter, even though you burned the star, now he can't prove it. But the halacha is, you are potter because it's considered like a grama. You only burned a piece of paper. This din is a machlaikis of Shimon and Rabbanan. Rab Shimon that says anything which has sentimental value, which can cause you money, can cost you money, even though it itself is not worth money. If you damage it, you're chayiv. So over here also, this star is worth money. It, it, it can bring a person money. So according to Shimon, you're chayiv. No, technically the star is worth nothing. But according to Shimon, it's a dover ha'goyim l'mamin. So he wants to say, According to Rabbana, you're not going to be potter. That's Rabbana's shita. But according to Shimon, it's a dover ha'goyim l'mamin. It's chayiv. You're going to be chayiv. Ma'aske for Avunah Brei Dev Yeshua. The only time Abishimin said it's considered like money is something that's inherently money. For example, Kidder Rabba. Person stole Chomets before Pesach. And somebody else came along and burned the Chomets on Pesach. Potter, even though you burned this guy's Chomets, he's not going to be able to return the Chomets anymore because it's burned. You're Potter. Because everybody has to <coughs> get rid of this chametz as a mitzvah on somebody that sees chametz on Pesach to get rid of it. So Mela, if you burn the chametz on Pesach, you're potter. Pesach, so you, the Pesach is finished. So right now you have chametz that's aser because it's chametz shavu lava Pesach. It's aser. The halach is if you burn it, if somebody else, a guy stole chametz and Pesach passes, and now you have chametz after Pesach, and somebody else comes along and burns it, is he chayev or not? So on that we say it's a machleik, it's a shim v'rabbanam. According to Shimon, that says, So this is considered davar g'alamamim. Why? Because he could return the chametz, even though it's chametz shalom pesach, but he's allowed to give the chametz back itself. But now that you burn the chametz, he can't, because there's no chametz anymore. So now he has to pay cash. So therefore, you're davar g'alamamim, you're chayiv. But according to Rabbanon that say that something gets gary in the moment is not like moment. Allah is your potter. But that's only something that is ikray moment. 
like chametz, which is be'etzem worth money. But b'davar she'inikra mamin mi'amrin on something that's not be'etzem worth money. For example, a star which is not be'etzem worth money. Even according to Shimon Lachaya, you wouldn't say davar agalam mamin k'mamidami. So Lachaya, even according to Shimon, the halacha should be you should be potter. Rabbah's din that if you burn somebody's star, you're potter. Lachaya should be even according to Shimon. That's the Gemara wants because Shimon only said it by something that's ikra mamin. A person that dons Dina de Garmi, Dina de Garmi is not Grama. Garmi is much more serious than Grama. The Rishayim say it's more direct. It's called Garmi, it's more direct. Like here, burning a star is much more direct than a regular Grama. Grama is indirect damage. Garmi is direct damage. So when you burn the star, it's direct. So if, the, according to the Shita, that Paskins, that we don Dina de Garmi, Bezer Hashem of Yehuda, if you'll be. Huh? Who'd you say? Betzalel. And Eb Yitzchak, and Eb Levi Yitzchak, Bezer Hashem, if you'll be here for Daf Tzadiches, Bezer Hashem, you'll be here for Daf Kuf in the next Perek Balt, Bezer Hashem, in Yerushalayim, Havinuya. It's actually, it's actually not the next Perek, it's actually, we're going to have very soon. But anyway, over there we're going to see this halacha that of Dina de Garmi. So according to Rabbi Meir's Shita, that Pask in Dina de Garmi, so then over here you'd be Chayv. But according to the sheet that doesn't pass, in Mandalay done Dina Degami, but according to the sheet that holds your part of Dina Degami, Magbi Beid Minyarabalma, then you don't have to pay a full price. All you have to pay is for the paper that you burned. So if you hold Dina Degami, Magbi Beid Meshtar Malia, then you have to pay for the whole star because you're a Mazak Deshtar. But if you don't done Dina Degami, you pay the worth of the paper. I think that makes a story. Have a Ovda, the Kafi, Raffal, and Ravashi, Vagbe, Kikshul, Etzalma. It was a story that Raphram forced Rav Ashi. Rashi says the story was that Rav Ashi, when he was younger, burned somebody's star. So Mele, he collected from him full, uh, full-fledged payment because he done Dina Degami. So Allah Chalamai says, some burns a star, you chayev or not. If you done Dina Degami, you chayev. If you don't done Dina Degami, you're potter. Chomets, the next case. Chomets over Lava Pesach, The Mishnah says, if a person stole Chomets and Pesach passed, you say, Rishel Cholofanacha. Man Tana Oimrim be Isuriana Who's the Tana in our Mishnah? That even though the Chomets now is Isuriana, but you could still say Rachel Khalafanacha. You could still give the owner back his Chomets, even though it's not worth anything. And technically you made him lose his Chomets. But still, you could say Rachel Khalafanacha. Who is that Tana? It's a that holds even by Isuriana, you say Rachel Khalafanacha. Why? Where do you see that? The Tanya Shar Upper, a shar that kills before, right? So a shar that kills is chayv misa. Shar that kills a human being. So before they were goimer din machor You can sell it. muktish. You could imaktish it. It belongs to you. You could imaktish it. Shachta. If you shacht it, besari mutter. The halach is the boss is mutter. Let's say someone was watching somebody else's shar, and the shar killed when the shar killed a human being when it was by the shomer. And now the shomer wants to pat himself. He doesn't want the shar to get killed. He wants to pat himself. So he quickly runs to the owner and he brings the shar back. He says, here, here, I'm returning your shar. I'm not watching it anymore. So before the Gemara Din, he's allowed to return it. Because right now, even though the Bezin's going to come and, and, and pass him that the shar is chayv misa, but right now, it's a good shar. You can return it. But let's say after the Gemara Din, so they're going to kill the shar. You can't sell it anymore. You can't be mak shit. Shachta, if you shachted, b'sari aser, the boss is aser, it's already aser v'ana. Hechzirei shaymer l'bayi l'vayni mukhzer. If the shaymer returns it, it's not mukhzer because it's aser v'ana. 
So Mela, you can't return a shar that's asr ba'anam. And a Mela, the halach is it's asr. It's not going to be a good returning. Rabbi Yaakov, I'm Rav Mishinig Mardini, Yachzir Hashem, Elabayla Muxer. Rabbi Yaakov says, no, even after Gemardin, the halach is you could return it. So what do you see? You see, Rabbi Yaakov's shita is that a person can take Isuriana and return it. And you say, Harisha Cholofanacha. My labal kamiflagid, Rabbi Yaakov, Savar, Oimrim, be Isuriana, Harisha Cholofanacha. For Abonin Savri, Enim, and be Isuriana, Harisha Cholofanacha. Lacharitza Machlaik is Tanan. According to Rabbi Yaakov, even though it's Isuriana, you could tell the owner, Harisha Cholofanacha. According to the Abonin, you cannot. So our Mishnah that says that you can return the Chametz is going, Lacharira, like Rabbi Yaakov, which is a Chiddish, but Lacharira is going like Rabbi Yaakov. No, that's not the Peshat and the Machlaikas. Again, that Machlaikas was by a Shemer. That was the case over there. We're talking about a Gazlan. That Machlaikas is talking about a Shemer. So Rabbi says like this. Everybody holds when you're dealing with Yisra'ana, you could say Rishul Cholofanach. Why? Why does Rabbi Yaakov have to have a Machlaikas with Rabbi Yaakov in this strange case where a person's watching a Shar? Just have a clean cut Machlaikas, Yechamet Shavala Pesach, and finished. They can have Machlaikas, so you're allowed to return it or not. Why do they disagree in this strange case of a Shamer? So obviously, what's the Machlaikas? It has nothing to do with Aymer B'Yisur and Eshur Eshel Cholofanach. It's a totally different Machlaikas. Ela Omar Rabba, or Ela Omar Rava probably, Ela Omar, they take it out. Okay, Ela Omar Rabba will say it like that. It's a totally different machlaikas. The shaila is, is the shaymer responsible because they were gaymer the din of the shar? Nothing to do with Yisraelna. Everybody holds, you could say, What's the machlaikas by Yisraelna? If you're gaymer dinay shel shar, We had this gemara previously. Let's see what the gemara says. Rabbanan savri ain't gaymer dinay shel shar the Rabbanon say, you're not allowed to be goimer the din of a shar if it's not in front of us. So therefore what? To Amale, the guy says, The owner tells the shamer, why did you wait till after the Gemar Din to return the shar? If you would have brought it to me before the Gemar Din, I would have taken the shar and ran away, taken it to some far out place. No one's going to catch it. Now it's your fault. You're like a mazik. You're a mazik my shar. You allowed Bezdin to be goimer the din of the shar. So there are, it's nothing to do with mamish, nothing to do with Yisurana. It's a zaitik machlaikis. According to the Rabbanan, you can't, you, the Allah is you can't be goimer the din of the shar if the shar is not here. So therefore, the owner has a taina to the shamer. You shouldn't have brought the shar to Bezdin. He should have brought the shar to me immediately before anything happened. And I would have brought it and sold it on the black market. We've gotten rid of the shar. And everybody would have been happy. That's why the Rabbanan hold you chayv, because you're like a masik. Rabbi Yaakov, sovereign, no. Goimrim dina shel shar shloim b'fana. The halacha is you're allowed to be goimrim the din even if the shar is not there. The amalei my avod lei say safe have a goimrim the dina shloim b'fana. It wouldn't have helped if you would be goimrim dina if you would have brought the shar to the owner because you could still be goimrim din. So the machlekes is are you considered a mazik because you allowed bezdin to be goimrim din? That's the machlekes. But everybody agrees that oimrim be suriana harishol cholafanach. That's what the gemara wanted to say. He told him, Do you have something to say about this Shaila of Isuriana? I have a brace. The Pasuk says, You return the Gzela. Why does the Torah say, You return it the way it was when it was stolen. 
Mikan Amru Gazamat Be'evin If Sal, a person stole a coin and it got puzzled. Peris Verkivu, Peris became rotten. Yayin Vehichmitz, Yayin got became Chaimitz, Truma Venitmis, Truma became Tame, Chamitz Avalava Pesach, Chamitz and Pesach came over it. Behem of an Evdabavea, Yav a Behemoth and Avera happened to it. Vishar or Ashar, Ad Shalai Nigmardinai, before the Gemardin, Oymer Lai Reshachalafanecha. In any of these cases, since it's not a real issue in the item, it's not a real soul in the item, Truma and Toma is not a real problem with the item, it's just a spiritual problem. So therefore, you could tell, you, we're talking about a case of Gzela, you could tell the owner, you could turn the item to him. But what do you see? Man shamet The Brisa only says, the only time you can return the Shar is before Gemar Din, before they were going with the Din of the Shar, that it has to get killed, that's when you can return the Shar. But after Gemar Din, the Allah says you can't return anymore. Who's the one that holds like that? Rabbanan. It's the Rabbanan Shita, the Rabbanan hold that once there's a Gemara Din on the Shar, the Allah is, it's, you can't say Rishachlofanach anymore. So what do you see? You see, by Shar, we're talking about before Gemara Din. Because after Gemara Din, Avada, you can't say Rishachlofanach. That's the Rabbanan Shita. After Gemara Din, you can't say Rishachlofanach. Vikatani Chametz, Vavalava Pesach, Rishachlofanach. And it says clearly by Chametz that Vavalava Pesach, you could say. So you see clearly that even according to the Rabbanan, you say, you say that by Isurana, you could say, even though, but you see, so you see a difference that even according to the Rabbanan, that by Shar they hold not, by Chametz they hold yes. If you find the people from the yeshiva, don't say anything because they found the Pircham, what I said. Because here you see clearly that the Rabban, even though the Rabban hold by Shar, you can't say Haresha Once it's Gemara Din, you can't say Haresha Still, like the Gemara said before. But still by Chametz, you could. So you see clearly, like the Gemara's Tarets before, that even according to the Rabban that hold, you cannot return the Shar after Gemara Din. They still hold by Chametz a Pesach, Har Oimrim Oimrim, Haresha so Bikitsa, this is a raya lochaya, not like him, and therefore he said, if you meet the Rabbanan in the yeshiva, don't tell them. It's an interesting shayla. What do you mean, don't tell them? If they're right, they're right. But Lamaisa, he didn't want them to tell them this raya because this brai says lochaya mefurish, not like what Rav Chizda wanted to say. And a male raya Chizda started off in the Gemara saying it's a Yaakov. From this brai, you see, it's not only a Yaakov; it's even according to the Rabbanan. Peres verkivu. Rabbi Yehuda, you following? Peres verkivu. I'm a lochaya if the Paris become rotten, the halach is, you could still say Rishach Lofanacha. So a guy stole Paris, the Paris become rotten, you could still say Rishach Lofanacha. In it's not true. Our Mishnah says not like that. The Atanan, Paris, Virkiva, Misham, Kshasak Zela. Our Mishnah says that the Paris become rotten, the halach is, you pay Kshasak Zela. Being rotten is considered a Shinoi, and you pay Kshasak Zela. So Lachaira, it doesn't stim. Lachaira, in this price, it says rotten is not considered a Shinoi. You could re- return rotten Paris. And it depends how bad the rotting is. If the Paris completely became rotten, so then you can't say because the Paris are rotten. But if it's only part of the Paris that are rotten, then the Allah is, you could say, if someone's going to ask you on a test, is rotten Paris considered a Shinoi? The answer is, if it's completely rotten, then it's considered a shini and you can't say Rishach Lofanacha. 
If it's not completely rotten, then the Allah is a Kitzer Shal Khalfanacha. Klar? You ask him, you have anything Klar? No, it's good, it's Klar. You don't want to hold the show. Oh, Mamish, Mamish, it's hot. I think Eretz Yisrael is getting to you. I think it's getting to you. Zok de Heilige Mishneh. Nasan le umnin le sakein ve kilkalu chayav on the Very interesting halacha. Let's say you give somebody, you have glasses, and you give it to the glasses store to fix your glasses. Elamai said they broke them. So the halacha is they have to pay? Chayav on the shalom. The Gemara is going to explain this. Nasan le cheresh, le cheresh, le cheresh is a carpenter. You gave a carpenter, she the table, migdal and you gave him a box or a chest to fix, the kilkal, and he broke it, chayav l'shalom, he has to pay. Seemingly the same case. First, there's a case of giving it to a professional, and then the Gemara brings a case, you gave a box to a carpenter. If he breaks it, he has to pay. The habanoi, a builder, shekibel of lister esakaisel, he wanted or not, he was mikabel, he was hired to knock down a wall. So that what they do is, that they used to be when they knocked down the wall, they would reuse the stones. But this guy was a Peshea, and he broke the stones. He smashed the stones. So he was masik, even though he's supposed to take down the wall, but he's not supposed to smash the stones. So Allah is Chayav L'Shalom, same thing. He has to pay, because he was masik the stones. Let's say he was chopping down the stones on one side, and it fell from the other side, Potter. That's an indirect hazik, because it's not directly from what you're doing. So Mela, there you're going to be Potter. You're knocking down this side, and on the other side it falls, your potter, that's indirect. But if it came because you gave such a gezunta clap that you knocked down the stones, so meila, the Allah is going to be chayev, even if it falls from the other side. So the kids at the dinner, this Mishnah is, if you give something to a professional and he breaks it, the Allah is your chayev to pay. Now the Gemara says a very interesting din. What's the case? Let's say I give, I'm, I want to go, Yehuda's going to buy a gift for his wife, so he's going to buy his wife a $5,000 gold ring. So let's say he goes and he brings the gold to the guy, and the guy makes a ring out of it, right? The guy makes Who owns the gold? You who owns the gold. He gives the person the ring, and the person makes a ring, but then while he's making the ring, he breaks it. So the question is, is that also a case that you're chayv? If I bring a ring that's already mine, I bring a ring to a guy, and I bring it to him to, break, to fix it, and he breaks it, then he's chayv, he broke my ring. But let's say I bring him gold. I didn't bring him a ring, I brought him gold. And he's supposed to be making me a ring. Lamai say he doesn't know what he's doing and he made a mistake and he broke the ring. So he made, he made the ring, whatever, he messed, he messed up, he messed up the ring. So is he chayv to pay or not? Who owns that ring? Does that ring belong to me because it was my gold? Or does that ring belong to him because he's the one that's producing the ring? That's going to be the shah of the Gemara. Let's see it inside. Amr Avasi. Loi Shanu, the whole case of this Mishnah that the fixer man is responsible. Ela shenasan shida tevo migdal you gave the, uh, the carpenter a box to put an extra nail in. His two, two left hands. He can't put a nail in. No, that's what you do when you need to fix a box. You bring it to the carpenter, right? If you don't know how to put a nail in. You put a nail into the box and you broke the box. So it was your box. You brought it to the professional and he broke it. He, put, he, put, he messed up with the nail. Then Avada, he has to pay. Let's say you gave him the wood. To produce the box. The awesome man, she did have a They made a box and then they broke the box. Potter, your potter. My time, why? A piece of wood is, let's say, worth $100. When you make a box out of it, now it's worth $200 because it's a box. Now, who owns that extra $200? The halacha is the uman owns that. Till you pay him for his work, he owns the extra $200. 
So if he breaks it, it's his business, not yours. You don't, he, you still, he might still have to pay you for the wood if the wood is ruined. If he might still have to pay you for the wood. But the box, he doesn't have to pay us. It's very important that if you bring a box to somebody to fix and he breaks the box, that box is yours. So Mela, he's responsible to pay. But if you brought him wood for him to make a box, the halacha is, the, the, so then the box does not belong to you. The box belongs to him. So then if he breaks it, he's potter because it's his box. That is Avasi's din. It's called Uman Kaina Bishvachli. When you bring gold to a goldsmith to make a ring, until you pay for the ring, the goldsmith owns the ring. The, the addition, the enhancement of what the Uman produced belongs to the Uman. That's Rev Asi's din. Uman Kaina Bishvachli. It has many halachic ramifications. We had it in Kedushan once. Many halachic ramifications. But halacha said the ring belongs to the Uman. So that's Rev Asi's din. Tonight, let's bring a ride for the Mishnah that this is true. Nasan lo umnin The Mishnah says if you give professionals stuff to do something and they break it, you have to pay. Why do you give the professionals? My love, the Yahavlu ate him. The Gemara thought you gave wood to the professionals and they made a box and they broke the box. And Lachayr, you see in the Mishnah, you have to pay. You see, not like Avasi. You see, if you gave wood to a professional to make a box and he broke the box, you have to pay. Said the Maralai, she the table migdal. We're not talking about you gave him a, a, a piece of wood. We're talking about you gave him a box, your box. You gave him your box to fix your box, and he broke your box. So maybe he's chayv. That's the, the first case of the Mishnah is a case of a box. Even though the Mishnah doesn't say, the Mishnah just says, Nasan the umnin, it's talking about you gave him a box. Fedimar, that can't be. Hamid the Katani Sefer, the Sefer already said, she the table migdal. It says a box. Machlal the Reisha Eitzim. Obviously, the Reisha is talking about Eitzim, or else what's the difference between the first case and the second case? If the first case is a box and the second case is a box, then Lachaya, it's the same case. Lachaya, obviously, the first case has to be out of the box. Lachaya. So the first case has to be that you you did wood and not she Teva Migdal. Amri, Perushe Kamifarish Law. It's coming to explain the case. What's the case? If a person gave professional something to fix and they broke, do you have to pay? A case where you gave him a box. If Yehuda gives gold to a professional and he ruins the ring, the Allah is he doesn't have to pay. He has to give Yehuda back his gold, but he doesn't have to pay because <coughs> the ring belongs to him. That's what the Mishnah says. I'll prove it to you. The Mishnah is saying, Why? If you want to say the beginning of the Mishnah is talking about wood, and the second case of the Mishnah is talking about a box, if the first case is already your chayv, if you give a guy wood, and he makes a box, your chayv to pay. If the first case of the Mishnah is you gave him wood, and you're telling me that even though he makes a box and he breaks the box, he has to pay, because we don't hold like Ravasi, we hold Uman is not kaina. <coughs> if that's true, so Mela she did have a migdal mibayim. Why does the Mishnah have to bring case two that if you give the guy a box, if you chayv, if you give the guy wood, if you give the guy wood and he breaks it, he's chayv to pay. So for sure, if you give him, if you give him a box and he breaks it, he's chayv to pay. Why does the Mishnah have to say case number two? Obviously, that case number two is coming to explain case number one. So you have a raya that case number one and case number two are both talking about boxes. But if you gave him wood, <coughs> the halacha is your potter from paying. Like Avasi says, this wouldn't be a raya. The din stole could be true, but it's not a raya. The reason why it says in the Seifa and in the Reisha 
is maybe to be Megal on the Reisha. Shaloi Taimar, don't say Reisha, Shida Teva Migdal. That the Reisha is only talking about a box. Avalaitzim Loi. But if it's wood, Ta'alach is, you are going to be Potter. The reason why it says two cases is maybe, again, it's not a raya. Ravasi Lamaisa holds your potter. But the Gemara says you have no raya from the Mishnah. It's possible that the reason why the Mishnah says two cases is to be Megala. That the Seifa is a case of a box. <coughs> and I'm able to tell you that in the red, the don't think that the Reisha, it, by, in a case of Eitzim, you would be potter. No, maybe in a case of Eitzim, you're going to be Chayev. That's why the Mishnah has to say two cases. So let's just recap where we're holding. Halacha Lamaiser of Asi holds, if you give a guy a box and he breaks it, he's, he's Chayev to pay because he broke your box. If you give him a piece of wood and he builds a box and then he breaks it, he's Potter because Uman Koine Bishvach Kli. And the Gemara says you have no Raya from the Mishnah. <coughs> you can learn the Mishnah either way. The first case, the Mishnah is not clear if it's talking about a case of wood. It's talking about a case of a box, and therefore you have no raya to the shaila, and therefore halach. So far, so far, <coughs> we have shita sevasi that holds the concept of uman kind of bishvachli. Anytime you give something to the uman, the halach is he is kainet, and therefore if he is mazikit, the halach is he is going to be potter.